Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 323, and this is gonna be another one of my mini summer episodes. Today I'm gonna to be talking about why I love sinking funds so much. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So welcome back to another one of my mini summer episodes. So this is just going to be a real quick episode. I'm trying to have a little bit more time for some other things during the summer break. So I'm doing quick little five minute-ish episodes each week and then I'll go back to my regular length episodes which really aren't that long to begin with but they're longer than five minutes. Um, I'll go back to those in September. So today I just wanted to talk about sinking funds and why I love sinking funds so much. I know I've had other episodes, at least one for sure, maybe a couple, um, I'm not sure, uh, related to sinking funds. So what a sinking fund is, if you're not familiar, is basically just um, a savings, a small savings account for um, future expenses that are irregular. Like it could be something that comes, um, I don't know, like every three months or annually, or um, maybe you just don't know when it's going to come. It could be something that you know is going to happen at some point, but you don't know exactly when. So these are the things that you might want to put money aside to save up for. And it can be just part of your regular checking balance. You could just kind of segregate the money for these various things. You could do an actual regular savings account that you pull from. It really doesn't matter how you structure it, and it doesn't matter how detailed you get. Um, It's more just about putting money aside for things that you know are going to happen so that they don't make you go over budget when they do happen. Before I learned about sinking funds, I used to go over budget always. It was like, why did I even make a budget? I was always so far over because one of these things would happen. Either my Costco membership would renew or um, my Amazon Prime membership would renew, or I'd have to take the dogs to the vet, or we'd need a car repair, or whatever it was, these things, something always happened almost every single week, and sometimes it was multiple things. Maybe it was that um, one of the kids needed to go on a school class trip, and then that same week another one needed new notebooks or supplies for a project, or there was always something coming up, and I somehow always felt that we would have the money when those things came, and then we never did, and it always made me go over budget. So when I discovered about um, sinking funds, to be putting aside part of my weekly budget for these things so that we had the money when they came, it made things so much easier for me. It definitely took time, because obviously I didn't have sinking funds built up, so there was a period of time where obviously these things were still coming up and I was still trying to save, But over the course of time, I've built up so many different sinking funds for things that happen every year um, and at different times. Like for our annual vet visit, we have two dogs and it costs a fortune to bring them to the vet just for their annual checkup and their shots and everything. I forget, but it's like, I feel like it's like around six or $700 where we live for the two dogs to get all their annual shots and their, their exam. 
So that's a lot of money, but I put aside a small amount every single week out of our weekly spending budget. And when the time comes, I just pay the bill and I don't have to worry about it. I put aside a little bit of money for like a little pizza fund. If we have a busy week and I just am like, you know what, we're ordering out pizza. I put aside a, just a small amount of money each week and then that money's there. I put aside a little bit for family fun. I put aside money for um, my, I have expenses related to the horses. I put aside money for that. For our um, pet bills, um, it, not even just bills, but like expenses, like food and supplies. I would have times in the past where suddenly I'd realize I need like shavings for the guinea pigs and I need dog food and maybe cat food at the same time or you know, maybe I need flea and tick supplies all all at once and it would just be like, oh my gosh, all of this came at one time and now we're over budget. Well, now I look at what we spend on an annual basis for those things and I put aside a little bit each week. So it doesn't matter the timing if they all hit at once or if they come sporadically, there's always some money set aside for those things. And yes, it takes away from my weekly spending budget because I have to allocate those dollars that have to be put aside for these various things. Um, but the reality is, is that's where the money has to come from. Like it has to come from your budget. So if you, if you're basically spending all of your weekly money that you have available, that's not going to other savings accounts or things like that. And you're not accounting for these things. There's really nowhere for it to come for it to come from when they happen. So by putting the money aside, you you know that you have it and you don't have to worry about it. Even for like car repairs and things like that, if you know you're going to need, um, you know, an oil change two times a year or whatever, or to get your tires rotated or whatever general maintenance, it feels so much better to just know that you have the money put aside. And then when the time comes, you just go and you pay for it and you don't have to worry about you know, oh great, where is this money coming from? And it really kind of helps you see what you actually have available to spend. Because once you've allocated for all these different items, you might be like, wow, I shouldn't maybe be spending as much on these other things as I have been because I wasn't thinking that I needed to be saving for all of these other expenses that come up throughout the year. And I've, like I said, I've built on it over time. Um, every time something hits me where all, all of a sudden like, oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. I'll say, okay, well, this is a new thing that I need to start putting aside a little bit of money for. Or maybe it's something you need to consider if you have the money for. Maybe you need to stop doing certain things. But most of the things that I have sinking funds for, with the exception of like the little fun items like the family fun and the pizza and candles, I do one for candles, I do one for Bath and Body Works, things like that, um, you know, you kind of, most of them are generally more necessities. Um, that you want to make sure you have money set aside for. But if you feel like you're struggling with your budget, just kind of take a look and see like what things are coming up that are causing you to go over budget. And is it something that maybe you could be putting a little bit of money aside for each week? So that's it for this little mini episode. I actually went a little over five minutes, but that's okay. Um, thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week with another mini episode. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode. And don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. And you can find a blog post for 
most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello. So you've made it all the way to the very, very end of this episode. I just want to say thank you one more time for listening. And don't forget, you can always go to my website at lolasfrugallife.com where you can find all the ways you can reach me, all the blog posts for the episodes, and any other information you might be looking for related to Lola's Frugal Life. So thanks again for listening and have a great day.